Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the VBA podcast. My name is Leila Resme. And I'm Cristina Tumino. And today is episode number six, entitled All About Love. Yes, so today the main topic is love, but what is love? So as we usually do, let's go and look up the word in the dictionary. And um, I found in the Cambridge uh, Dictionary says, uh, love is a strong feeling of affection and concern toward another person as, the, as that's arising from kinship or close friendship. And then there's another definition where it actually refers more about um, this strong feeling uh, for uh, another person accompanied by sexual attraction. And uh, another one talking about a feeling of devotion or adoration toward God or a God. And there are like lots and lots and lots of definitions uh, in the dictionary. And uh, because there are different kind of uh, love it can be love for um i don't know in a relationship in a, a love for a mother of the mother like a soulmate a sexual sense etc etc we thought to do this uh podcast to talk more about love what does it mean and what mm-hmm. are the good and the kind of negative because there's something negative that can be around these words um so here we are So the way I kind of see love is that it's a verb. So it's an action of doing. That's why it can apply to so many different things. And there are so many different definitions for it. And I think obviously the most kind of the one that we are most familiar with is the love between man and woman. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's because this is the love that actually creates new life over time. So I do think um it's important to mention that and it's actually really interesting how we see love now compared to how we used to see it so before we actually saw love and relationships between men and women as a kind of like a survival thing where a woman would need a man to look after her and a man would need a woman to kind of um you know, obviously have babies with her so that his line, his bloodline can carry on. And obviously now this thing has been sort of taken out of the equation. And now love is about a lot more other things. It's about companionship and friendship and things like that. So the way we actually see it compared to like how we saw it hundreds and hundreds of years ago is completely different. And I think that the expectations have changed but I think in, in some way could be as well related because uh, in some way uh, to uh, religion in terms of, uh, you know, with the Christian, I'm talking more, of course, of the Christian aspect, because that's the one I'm familiar with, um, that you, uh, it's like finding the, the person and that will be the person you will be with forever for the rest of your life. So that's why you get married with that person to that person. And then that's it. Like that's why you have to uh, kind of um, build your life around that kind of relationship with one person forever, in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and I think now many people don't really think that way and don't really. Exp- they wouldn't. They can't really see their life. Yeah, like but I that. think that in some way it has to do a bit because religion now is not that 
uh, especially Christianity and um, Christian and Catholic, is not that uh, strong uh, mm-hmm. as before. So there's no one to enforce that because there's this kind of thing where it's like, you know, if you um, have a divorce, that's actually a sin. So, yeah. you know, it was that to kind of keep people um, in that, that kind of structure, in that kind of marriage structure. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think that the main thing is that to remember that men and women actually come to not in pairs because it might not necessarily be the fact that we are with that one person for the rest of our lives and we are stuck with them because if we get ourselves into a relationship that doesn't work then it's good to have the choice to end a relationship potentially and um but the main thing is, is that men need women and women need men. And there is this kind of natural polarity in the world. And I feel that everyone, both sexes need to realize that we are both valuable and not equal though, because valuable, equally valuable, but not equal as in the same, because we are completely different. And I think this is where a lot of people actually trip up in relationships because what they do is they believe the opposite sex to be the same as them so what ends up happening is they treat them as if they were the same sex and that doesn't work because men and women have completely different needs and actually we don't know anything about the opposite sex at least the average people do not so this is what actually causes a lot of arguments and conflicts because we just don't understand each other. Yeah, and I think we don't understand each other, but we actually don't even understand ourselves. So mm-hmm. if we don't really understand what who we are and, and, and how we kind of work and our needs, but real needs, I'm not talking what society considers as to be the needs, the more we actually don't really know who we are, the more we're lost and the more we're not even going, can you imagine understanding the other sex? Impossible. We Mm. understand what society wants us to perceive and understand. But in reality, the more we actually focus on ourselves and understanding, because I think maybe some people, because we are all different, we're different between men and women, and we are different between women among women. And the same everyone is unique but the sex gives us a kind of theme and it's our biology and it does affect us completely differently so i'm not saying that all women are the same but we have same tendencies our biology is the same which means that our hormones affect us in a different way to men and this is why a lot of women are angry at their partners because they're not making them happy and it's vice versa because Mm -hmm. men don't actually understand women and women don't necessarily make it easy for them to understand us Mm -hmm. because what we tend to do is be kind of passive aggressive so when we have a need we end up criticizing the other person and instead of simply saying hey this is what I need you know could you please it's like a request right Mm -hmm. and request might not necessarily be um, met right away maybe that person can actually meet our needs but it should be asked as a kind of normal conversation rather than you never do this why don't you never do this you're so bad you're an evil person and we end up criticizing 
So yeah. what ends up happening, the other person is on the defensive and it's it becomes a fight, it becomes a conflict instead of an exchange of needs and just a conversation. Because if we understood each other better, we would find that the other person would do more than we imagine to actually meet our needs. Yes. But it's about communicating them in the right way without being aggressive yeah. and, and without and to a fight and I think it's because women are more it's like because we're confusing the kind of uh what is what does it mean to be a woman and what mm-hmm. does it mean to be a man so if a woman is that kind of energy that is the loving energy the receiving energy the 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 the, the energy that is more about yeah caring and and all this stuff then that's what it should be and the more we focus on that as a woman then the more and the men instead on the one that is more like um um the 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 mind the, the leader the 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 Physical action and things the, like the that action yeah so the more the man does this and doesn't mean the women cannot act because that's to clarify doesn't mean the women are not able to act or or to do other stuff or or, or, or lead or anything it's more about allowing uh, to be that kind of feminine uh, the feminine power to be more mm-hmm. present as a woman especially in a relationship because I think we can actually divide our work life from our relationship. And where people go wrong is like, you have really strong independent women and they go to work. And in a sense, you know, if this is the path they have chosen, they have to adapt. So they might have to have some kind of masculine qualities, but when they go back home or spend time with their partners, they need to learn to, get into the feminine energy because no man wants another man men want women and this is what actually creates that healthy polarity of energy so we're not saying that if you're a woman you can't go to work you can if you wish but you have to learn how to leave work at work yes be a woman in your relationship with a man yeah and the same as a man like women in reality most of women uh, will be more like having um normally speaking like the tendency should be to have a man that's the one that you know the strong that protects the one that does all this stuff and that's how it normally is because if a man is more being the woman in reality a woman doesn't really need that kind of energy because you can get it from other women. You can have your friends, you can have your mom, you can have your It actually kills attraction. It actually kills attraction. That's why it doesn't work. And a lot of people are then, you know, trying to figure out why things are falling apart. And what it is, is just that when things are out of polarity, they stop attracting each other. And it's actually something that has to be worked on constantly. I think what a lot of people do is they get into relationships and the kind of pursuit of love and affection stops, you know, the moment they say, okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now, they move in and the effort is gone. But seduction has to happen all the way through a relationship in order to keep it going. Because mm-hmm. if the seduction isn't there, there is no attraction. Mm-hmm. And then you just become like roommates and, you know, the passion has come out of it. And it's not that passion is just there by default in a good relationship no it's something that is constantly worked on 
And so, it's important, like the percentage of um, of passion in that sense and sex and the romantic kind of uh, love is important at the same um, quantity. It can vary from person to person, but it's very important as being with the person and working together in your in your in your life because that mm -hmm. is what actually uh, kind of give that kind of spicy that kind of thing to to yeah. uh, to make it a bit to make you stronger and feel more woman and feel more beautiful and give like you need this and a man the same to be oh okay i'm the man i'm the one that possess in some way i'm the one so you 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 need this to feel stronger in some way and 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 well and be more kind of having your following your direction because uh, i think that's what attraction is it's not necessarily about the other person but how does that person make us feel? Mm. So if in the beginning, you know, we give each other compliments and we receive compliments and there is that adoration and then it stops, mm. then the love stops because it, if we stop feeling appreciated, admired and loved and cared for, then, you know, that feeling disappears. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to say on that note um, is that, a lot of people are kind of waiting for for the partner to change or like they want them to change so they they are in a relationship and for example over time naturally things will happen and people will clash but so that's normal it's actually healthy to have arguments and conflicts because you learn more about each other mm -hmm. but the main thing is is to when you see something that should be that you believe should be adjusted for you to have your needs met, then it's not really about changing the other person, but actually changing yourself and seeing what are you doing in this relationship to either motivate that kind of behavior or unmotivate someone. So going even back what to you need or even what you really need, because sometimes mm -hmm. if you really need something and that person cannot give it to you, there is mm -hmm. no point for you thinking or or expecting or, or hoping that the person one day is going to understand it or even you tell the person and then one day he will give it to you so that's mm -hmm. why it's important to know yourself because if you if that's something you need then and that person cannot give it to you most probably will not give it to you even later when the relationships become more um you know more solid in some way mm -hmm. so there is no point to carry on to trying to uh, wait Change for someone, yeah but again if you don't ask you will never know but the kind of like passive aggressive why don't you ever do this and the kind of blaming instead of just simply asking and making a, a request like a polite request and that might not necessarily be um agreed to maybe that person like you said can't meet that need mm -hmm. so we always it's like whenever we want to change another person we have to change ourselves because whatever we're doing with that kind of attitude is completely wrong mm -hmm. and we can't expect anyone to change we can only change ourselves and if this relationship is something that is not meeting your needs then you know maybe it's time to walk away and find something else mm -hmm. but we have to also be honest is it a need or is it just a want mm -hmm. how much is this really a need because and this is where self-knowledge comes into play how much do you know yourself is it just something that everyone else has and you're kind of just um influenced because 
this is what everyone else has but what do I need what are what are my values and I think values are really important because if you and your partner don't share values in life then it's going to be really hard to make anything work because one of you is going to have to you know sacrifice their values and that's basically becoming someone you're not and that's Right. And I was thinking another thing in these um, periods, in this era, where m- more and more we're focused on uh, emotions. Everything is about, oh, mm-hmm. what I feel, my emotion, and, and as well, all the movies and stuff that can create that idea of what can be an, uh, like idealizing like love and certain things and then you want that and then you f- you go through these emotions and feelings and the fact that society put that pressure as well that at a certain time in life you need to find the person you need to find the one you need to get married otherwise you are late because you need to have mm-hmm. children and all these kind of pressure and all these kind of emotional kind of thing that is going through that is very strong and is almost leading uh, most of our choices that actually can be a huge problem mm-hmm. it's like it makes us completely blind like we don't really see and and when and in that case that's not really love that's not you don't you don't understand who you are you just follow what the the the, the pressure of society and culture um there is at the moment you follow your uh, wish and and desire of have that man that you idealize because he will give you what you think uh, you need etc etc and then you find a man and perfect that's the one that's the one then things start to not happen or you think that person is not giving what you desire you wish and then it starts to get, and then you think, oh, it's okay. And you carry on and you pretend that you don't really see this and carry on and carry on and carry on. And then it actually becomes um, unbearable at some point. You have yeah. to really become even worse because we actually project things onto other people. So if we have a certain ideal, if we fall in love with someone, we actually project that ideal onto them. And mm-hmm. sometimes that can make us blind to their faults. Mm-hmm. But also, on the other hand, people tend to have a confirmation bias. So if one person believes, oh, my partner is cheating on me or something like that, they will constantly be seeing kind of clues that might not necessarily be right. So if we believe that our partner doesn't love us, we will only be focusing, it's gonna be like a laser focus on all of the evidence that tells us that they do not love us. Mm-hmm. So what we have to understand is that just because we feel something doesn't mean that this is what reality is Mm -hmm. so we're not saying that you know your feelings aren't real because they are they make you feel a certain way Mm -hmm. but that might not actually be the case Mm -hmm. so we have to be really honest with ourselves and I think this is where like honest communication without attacking the other person is really important because it has to be a relationship a cooperation yeah and most of the time I think deeply inside we always know when that's like there is something that is not right we know and it's up to us to decide if we want to ignore it mm-hmm. and, and put it under the carpet and maybe start to grow 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 in the darkness but we just ignore it or if we actually want to see it for what I think it has to be addressed because yeah. actually you know, we might think we know again, but that might not be the case. Yeah. So, it, you know, it should never be a kind of like passive thing where it's like we think we know and then 
we get scared and just you know leave the relationship without actually giving the other person a chance to explain themselves because yeah. a lot of people carry on uh, for example distrust from previous relationships and things like that mm-hmm. so they might have that feeling in them like you know every person I'm going to be with is going to be like that so it's that kind of preconception of people based on what has happened in the past so communication and just like being open about how we feel is really important no what I'm saying before um, in terms of um, when you know something doesn't work um, Mm. can be as well the fact that you know there is something not right and that's why you need to address it because it could be that for instance there is something that your partner is doing that is not is actually not good for you it doesn't mean it could be a deal breaker and it, i think people it, have it doesn't to mean be... necessary that it's cheating not at mm-hmm. all actually i think is there are things that are even worse than cheating because cheating is mm-hmm. kind of becomes obvious and then you see it and, yeah. it and that's it but things where the person your partner partner actually has such a big control on you mm-hmm. that you cannot even be uh, yourself because you're not even able and I know people that are not even able to say what they really think because mm-hmm. the other partner has this strong power that that they don't do it and then deeply inside the first time they knew they noticed that they knew it but they decided not to uh, consider or talk about it because sometimes you just really need to talk about it and then the other it's like you're putting the person like listen I know you're doing this is what's happening this is not really right for me there's something all right. You talk, you have that confrontation and maybe that the person understands and thinks, oh, okay, I need to compromise on this because sometimes it's just a matter of compromising. It's about boundaries, you know. having your own boundaries and yes. sticking to them and not letting people walk over them, but at the same time, being able to communicate them because if yes. we don't, then yes. we are either stuck in a relationship that's not working or we leave a relationship without even giving it a single chance to improve yeah the other person might not even be aware that this is a problem for you unless you say something obviously there are cases where there are people with you know mental disorders and you know these are extreme cases but most people simply don't know yeah but we have to tell them yeah um and yeah but but what i'm saying that is I do think that deeply inside, you always know. You know if the person is actually too protective and there is something mm-hmm. not, and that's not right. You know if that person is too uh, like powerful in terms of not allowing you to say what you think in reality. You know when mm-hmm. that person makes you, like it diminishes you in some way. You know if that person is um, maybe too, um, it's a bit stingy and you don't like it. Do you say stingy? Like, you know, with, yeah. with money, yeah? Or sometimes it can be like, it can be so many things that it can is actually not good for you. Like that you realize that it doesn't resonate with you. There is something not right with you. And instead of saying, ah, it's okay. Um, you know, I'm in love now. Everything is beautiful. Well, that's what it is. It's the emotions. The emotions take over and they, they lie to us. So this is yeah. what we have to be wary of. And also, I think it's like we just in general in relationships we tend to expect so much of our partner mm-hmm. and we expect them to be like our life but actually there are so many other people that can give us love whether it's friends or family or a hobby and things like that 
to kind of actually fill us up on love. And when we only expect that from that one single person, then it's unrealistic because not one person can give us what the whole world sh should in a way and the whole life experience. And, and actually, so I think we maybe we will get these later on in the podcast, but um, the, the, we shouldn't really completely depend on... Uh, be full of love from simply others it's mm. way more more than that it's not just yeah, simply, because i know of um couples and i know them personally that um they uh, everything is about just the person yeah mm. or the children and we'll talk about children later but everything is about that person and when all of a sudden that person doesn't for doesn't love actually him or herself anymore and decide to leave or doesn't have you know realize that it's not it doesn't feel happy at all in the relationship because of all these little things signs that were not considered and and and, and confronted when it was the moment to do it but just kept under the the rug growing and growing and then at some point that person decides to leave and uh, then you uh uh, are like okay that that's the end that's that my life ends here like that's it like this is impossible I cannot move on I cannot go because everything is uh related in, in dependent you depend completely on another person mm -hmm. and you should depend on yourself it's about being walking together in this path and not how people say my other half you don't have a half you are no, a whole, you're, you're you're whole, whole as a person and I think this is where people go wrong I think it's okay to have a, a, a companion in life, but then you also have to realize they are not everything. And people tend to give up what they do just to spend time with who they like. And, and that is a very, very weak behavior because it shows that you don't have a life of your own. And actually that's not attractive to another person. People don't like to be smothered. People want to be yeah. with someone who is confident. I do not. We have a life because it gives it makes them know that they have someone who is of value someone that has their life that has something going on for them this is one of the most attractive things for people yes. i'm not saying people don't like to be loved and cared for because no, they do I agree. but what i was thinking is when you are already kind of not full yourself mm -hmm. okay? so you feel that you are a bit empty and you depend on somebody you are I'm saying on the other hand so if someone's with so, someone who is like that yeah so when you look for that you're attracted by that because you don't really even know yourself yeah mm -hmm. and you don't know how to be fool yourself so when you're attracted by that there is people that actually need to um how can you say you attract the person that actually wants to go and have that um thing of or, on you like I'm the one um um I, I don't know the words, like uh, the person that um, uh, needs to feel kind of superior in some way and I'm going to take advantage. Like there is the person that yeah. is empty already needs to take advantage and there is the person is empty and want to be taken advantage of. So mm -hmm. that's what you attract and that is not good. <laughs> it's not good oh, for no, no. of them. <laughs> and it's not good even for society. It's not no, just no. for them. It's not good for the whole society. Mm -hmm. So... That's why it's so important to understand who you are, 
what makes you unique, understand how the emotions and develop the emotional side within, uh, apart from your own personality. And the more you understand who you are, the more you will find, you understand that you are a whole, and the more you find the person that can walk with you, mm -hmm. next to you, not that you depend on the other person. Yeah. And yeah, things can definitely, it's like relationships can often get in the way of our personal life. And that's when love is kind of at its lowest. It's almost, it, it, then it doesn't even become love necessarily. It's more like this attachment and it's that neediness. And this is not what like real love is about. So mm -hmm. whenever we find ourselves do that, it's like we have to check ourselves in and be like, no, I have, I have a whole life. I have other people to give me love. I have all these other things. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't care about relationships because we should, because they are important. Mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be a hundred percent of our life regardless yeah. of what yeah, because, I mean yeah it's important to give you to to kind of nurture that kind mm -hmm. of um your own energy and your own life and it, you learn you give and you receive it's like an exchange you give you receive in in nurtures you give and you nurture the other person and 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 that is what it should be more about more about kind of actually working on, on on you and loving yourself in order to be able to love, love the, the other and it's well. like it's you know it's like if you think of fire fire needs air in order to stay lit and the same is with love if you you're too like you know if you take the space and the air away from love then it dies yeah. No. Um, yeah. So it's, it's and actually with love and passion. Yeah, and passion. That's what I was thinking. You were talking about fire and 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 sex. In some way, is part is an important component of of a relationship in terms of uh, man and woman. And 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 is I think it happens the same thing in some way with sex because when sex, I know that of course sex as well is just can be for pleasure, just the pleasure of course of of mm. that you can have. Uh, but nowadays uh, it's more like sex is something that when it does when it's not when it cannot be related to love in some way uh, or not necessarily because I know we're all different and sometimes you just actually need to have some sex and that's it mm -hmm. but when there is not in in the long run when you don't have the component of love uh, in the relationship in the sex the sexual kind of um um relationship then i think problems start to happen yeah for yeah. sure and i think this is what a lot of people don't realize is that this kind of um you know culture we're in now is relatively young because before that it wasn't until um, I think it was in the 60s where like contraception began up until then and that's only like you know a few decades ago which isn't long at <laughs> all in comparison so before people first of all they would have to be married in order to have sex because sex outside of marriage was illegal um, and because there was no contraception people didn't understand this every time you would have sex with someone, it would mean that you would potentially create a child out of this. So sex wasn't necessarily for pleasure back then. It was mainly to create babies. The responsibility. like Yeah, and it was, it, it was scary because there were diseases. They, you know, people couldn't go 
um, get tested. And it was very, very scary. And women were a lot more selective as a result because they knew if she has sex with a man, he will have to be there to provide for the children that she makes with him. And now it's completely different. So now you go um, in there or whatever, and you just choose. Yeah, exactly. And you it know, it's not like a, a an. Empty. It's just empty. And empty. so another thing is like because of that, women stopped expecting men to be a particular kind of man. So whereas before, women were the kind of gatekeepers, and because they were so much more selective, men had to be good working men mm -hmm. and that was their motivation whereas right now a man doesn't have to work very hard to get sex and on top of that there is porn which is is Another just ruins thing. people it ruins people's brains it's like drugs for the brain and it's very very bad for relationships yeah and what people don't realize is that when sex is an energy exchange so it's a life force sexual energy is a life force so every time a man has sex he releases his life force so don't you think he should be a bit selective with who he releases that life force to is it going to be an imaginary woman on the internet and then he's going to keep releasing it every single night or is it going to be someone special that he actually cares for and then it's an exchange of energy because you know when love is kind of taken out of the equation then sex becomes a depleting action instead of a wholesome exchange where a man gives the woman the energy and then in return she gives him love and you know the kind of nurturing side and that's the thing because we are biological creatures and we have different hormones we release different ho hormones by having sex mm -hmm. so when a woman has sex she needs to feel loved and it's a biological need and obviously right now our polarities are completely all over the place and women are actually more on the masculine side so they even have sex as if a man would have sex they just have sex for pleasure not for the kind of needing of that masculine energy it's and like there is, there is nothing wrong with having pleasure actually before maybe there wasn't even this idea of having pleasure like it was more like you just need to deliver a child that was the important thing to do while now it's all about pleasure instead mm. it's a so, lot yeah, it's, it's, and even it's, having it's children balance. now even having children is about having children like you know that's why i think many couples struggle with having a child because then having a child becomes your obsession because that's what you need that's your purpose then like you get married and you have to have a child so you start to do it because you need to procreate and mm -hmm. that's not the way we work and that's not the mind it works and then we kind of become stuck and, and the body doesn't work in that way. You need to be free. You need to have that passion. You need to have, it's not about like, okay, we need to do it now because I'm actually, um, um, 
uh, ovulating right now. So we need to do, we need to have this test to check when I'm ovulating. This like is we need to do it now. We need to do it now. And I know because in some way I was doing this in the past. And, mm -hmm. and this is what, and I know many people and they're like, no, then we have to do IVF because we have to have a child. So it's so now absurd that from one side you have this thing that couples become almost becomes an, an, a work, an obsession that you need to have a child and you need to work on it. While on the other side, um, maybe younger people is more about just the pleasure and the sex. And maybe you feel empty because you, even as a woman, especially a woman that uh, is more, biologically speaking, is more about feeling that connection uh, and then, and the romantic side in some way and the connection and then that you have that sex, you have all the pleasure and the person is not really, really your, the person you will then uh, be kind of um, uh, living together or doing something together or your companion or something, but for a few years, for your life, doesn't matter, but it's not somebody you can kind of build something together. Exactly, and it is a lot more emotional for women. For men, actually, like men get love through sex in a way yeah. of course they have feelings and emotions too but primarily men need men need sex in order to feel loved so also when you have relationships where the woman is not having sex with her husband because they've been married for 20 years and she's not interested anymore she's taken away the love from from her partner because men need sex yeah, to, in order to feel love, is, is there a way to is there way is to kind of experience love in some extent? But is there a way to be men? Like, yeah. I have but, sex. I'm I'm performing my role of the the the, the man, and mm. because I'm performing the role, I feel fulfilled. Yeah, because it's a it's a you know it's like a life force and it's a hormonal thing. So it's testosterone. When a man feels like he provides, he gets a or does something for someone mm -hmm. and receive something uh, not receive something not necessarily like that as in does something and accomplishes mm -hmm. a particular thing accomplishment releases testosterone and that is necessary for a man to be healthy and to have confidence motivation testosterone is like the life of sport for a man mm -hmm. for a woman is estrogen and it's the hormone that is released when she is you know, embraced when she's told she loved. And it's, yeah, it's the connection through talking and more the kind of softer things. So that's the life force for a woman. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is that men just drain their testosterone, they drain their life force by mm -hmm. just having empty sex mm -hmm. and too much of it. And then women, they kind of go on the masculine side where sex becomes an accomplishment as well. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't give them estrogen. That gives them testosterone. And testosterone is not that great for women in high amounts. So on top of that, if she goes to work, and because work makes you high on testosterone. So what ends up happening, this testosterone makes a woman experience a, a lot more stress. Mm -hmm. So women need estrogen to feel relaxed. So the whole thing is out of balance and people don't know what's going on and it all comes down to how we have sex. Yeah. And can you imagine on top of all that, then you have a family. Mm. Okay. So you become a mom or you become a dad mm -hmm. and you don't even realize that 
all these can create lots of frustrations in some way. And, and, and I think, oh, now we're talking, the topic is about love, okay? And we're talking about that love can be in some way, yeah, the, the union of a man and a woman. And then as a result, one of the um, results can be actually having children, a child, yeah? Uh, but, and then you have the kind of love that's more like, um, uh, parental love like the love of a mother of a father etc um but i was just thinking about how you already you were just you know picturing this idea of this woman that knew used testosterone when having sex testosterone at work testosterone like all the time all the time so in reality when i and maybe even when you are a mother because you are the one like doing this and order and action and and you're busy because you have your career when are you going to be the mother? When mm. are you going to be the one giving mm. in that sense? Like the one that, that, that gives that love. The and nurturing and loving side. And yeah, because that's kind of the, like the role of a woman to be that softness and to be that loving and compassionate yeah. energy, because that doesn't come naturally to men. Mm. And this is the role of a woman is to bring that into the family, to bring that into the environment and even to soften men down because mm. they're actually, they're not in touch with their feelings and emotions as women are. And mm. when we are constantly on our masculine side, it's like we're denying that part of us and it makes, it actually makes us stressed. Mm-hmm. This is why a lot of women, you know, they they get into their late thirties and have been working their whole life. They get so um, depleted and you know just stressed out and tired of life is because they, you know, their estrogen is super low, and this is where things like menopause problems come up because you know all of that estrogen is gone, so mm-hmm. it it impacts our health and our well-being everything is connected and it is really important for a woman to have that compassionate nurturing energy for children because this is how children learn about love yeah that's what i was going to say yeah because and the same for the man so if the man is the one that performs the the role of the man Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that a man cannot love and be caring but it has to be in a different way because that's the role of the man as the one of the woman. And children learn because that's the role model. They become the role models. So they learn from the dad that behaves in that way and from the mom that behaves in that way. And that's all when they learn how to adapt because when they're little, they're learning how to adapt to the world according to their personalities, but they need to learn, oh, okay, this is what, um, that's the way that actually people behave in a society. Perfect, that's what I need to learn. And that's what they start to, you know, to, to mirror or to, 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 to absorb in order to, to adapt. So um, that is so important. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing we, I think we were um, thinking to mention is because when we were talking about love and uh, the love of a mother, of course, I think we're not saying here that a mother doesn't love a child or cannot love a child, of course not. And the same, a father cannot love a child. Um, but I think defining love and what really, really the pure essence of love is quite a difficult, tricky thing to, to do. And even if when you as a mother have a child and, and you, especially the first child, 
it's like it's like a new beginning yeah it's like you have a new opportunity in life you have this beautiful thing and you feel blessed with this gift generally speaking of course and and you feel blessed and and this child you have all this love for this child um and you want to do everything you want even to be you a better person for your child because that's those are the feelings that start to to come up generally speaking because you want the best because it's like you have your second chance with the child and that is something to kind of be a bit aware of and careful as well because then there can be the idea that the child belongs to you is like an extension of you where in reality the child is just another individual with his or her own personality um, anything learning styles a way of feeling ways of thinking is completely another person and it's not yours <laughs> so you shouldn't be um, um, kind of trying your child to be um, a kind of uh, image of yourself because it's another person and and that's what many parents tend to do maybe not even on purpose it can be even unconsciously but they want their children maybe to be what in some way they didn't they were they were not uh, able to do or they couldn't do or they didn't achieve or they want them to do what they did and what they achieved while mm -hmm. in reality is their own path they need to just guide them for them to fulfill their path and not to be to their own path or even like because it's your child and you want to go and say oh my child is so good and amazing at this like uh, you know my child had the best uh, uh, grades of things at school or my child is amazing at sport my child and it's like you are saying I am very good because I'm the mother that did this for my child. Like the child becomes an extension of your own yeah. idea of yourself instead yeah. of an actual human being yeah. and, by itself. And, and that in reality, I don't think that's really love because love is more about accepting that you are who you are. Your child is another person and accept the child as, it, as he or she is and how to um, kind of support uh, the develop the natural development of his own skills and personality as it is and accept it and 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 don't interfere and and let the child to make the mistakes and let the child to take their own risks and don't become it all goes back to one thing actually and it's kind of like this crucial thing where we have where people don't have kind of enough personal meaning in their life and they they will either choose like a romantic partner or their child mm -hmm. to become this ideal that they want to shape and this is the whole meaning in their life that one single person when in reality it should be god we mm -hmm. seek for we seek spiritual attainment in different people mm -hmm. and actually we we even do this with with work for example when you think about it, you know, we, we seek, like now when we go to work, there's all these different words, em empathy, cooperation, feeling of belonging. Tolerant. And like, when is this, when is this the language of business? Like since when? That's, that doesn't work with business. So what we end up doing is like, we go to work and we seek spiritual attainment and work is work relationships are relationships children are children and spiritual attainment 
comes from God. It doesn't come from anything else. All these things can give us meaning, but nothing can give us what only God can give and having that spiritual life. And this is where we go wrong because we expect that, you know, spiritual life from the physical world. And there, there is just no way we can get that. I'm not saying we can't be happy at work. We can't enjoy our work, but seeking fulfillment just through work is no, it's about to fail. Work is yeah. something we do. Relationships is something we have. I think what is another responsibility that we have to do. It's an action. I and when we expect God from all of these things, it doesn't work. And that's not to say that, you know, God can't be observed and seen in all of those things, of course. But expecting that one single thing to give us everything is like a recipe. No, and actually, I think it's the other way around. So when you get closer to God to understand, I think it's by you understanding who you are, your own purpose, your good and bad and all this stuff, the more you get closer to God, the more you start actually to act and fulfill your purpose, the more you focus on your work and your work is the result of your connection and mm. your uh, self-awareness and your uh, understanding. And that as a result, you perform that and mm. to fulfill you. So then actually work even assumes completely another meaning like it becomes yeah. something else because because it's something to fulfill help fulfill your destiny yeah the same of relationships you want to have a good relationship because you want to have a meaningful life yeah. but it doesn't become like this laser focus on this one thing and expecting that one thing to give us meaning no. because that's not how it works the meaning comes from from yeah. god yeah and, and the more you the more you do the more you actually because you are aware of yourself and understand your purpose and your skills, the more you unfold your skills, the more you develop them, the more you get better at them, the more you feel fulfilled because you are getting better at them. And mm. the more you actually become passionate and, and in your work becomes your purpose because it's strictly connected to your purpose, like in life of who you are and what was the contract you signed when you came here in this earth so it's it, it becomes all it, it completely changes it's not mm -hmm. and i think in, in the same way the more you do this and the more you understand this the more you as a parent uh, and and as a mother or as a father the more you understand how you should do exactly the same with your child mm -hmm. because your child should do that not you for the child you shouldn't become you would never have time even to become obsessive 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 with your child in terms of like oh my my child or, or even super protective like taking doing everything for your child and and your child cannot um do this and cannot go out and i don't want this to happen and, and please please don't so because you learn the life is not about fear it's not about protecting it's actually about taking risks and, and understanding and assessing them and it's the same in romantic people... relationships as well right where people are scared for their partner to have their own life to go abroad by themselves or you know do something because everything is like no no, no we have to be in control and it's like you know and I think it literally all comes down to the fact that we have taken God out of equation and now people are desperately seeking for it in all these other things where they can't actually get them. When really it's everything that we feel love for, whether it's 
you know, our children, our partners, our work, anything that we love to do. What that is, is like, it, it's like, I see it as different containers that create like, like little sparks of God. Mm-hmm. And we should see them as that. They're just little containers, but the whole thing is always there and we can connect to it whenever we wish. Mm-hmm. But expecting the whole ocean from a tiny drop of water is like completely... And, and another thing, we might misunderstand the meaning like of that love because that love that for sure when you feel love for your child or love for a partner or love for a friend but like real love we need to be careful when how we kind of um can how can this love can transform into something negative into the dark side of love although love i don't think has a dark side but it's more like we go into another we tap into kind of the more like kind of evil side mm. that uh, you know there is a saying that says um uh, how do you say that you kill somebody with too much love or too much kindness mm. or something like that and that's because that's actually you go beyond you're not in the realm of love anymore you go into all the negative uh, things it makes me think of um uh, in in tarot we have the lovers as a card there's number six and then you have the devil the devil and, so and that's like the higher aspect of it almost yeah so you got into that uh kind of um you need to be careful what can be the kind of the extreme sides like where you mm-hmm. can get to the end side of this uh um when love is not love anymore and how it's actually it doesn't even have as you as as you know in the card that doesn't have chains like the chains are open so you are in chain but the chains are open so when these chains are open means that in reality you are free you decide if you want to um and it always is you know in all kinds of love whenever feel when we are trapped in a certain situation and that applies to work as well you know it's always our own choice we can always walk away we can always try and work on it and try and figure it out Mm -hmm. but it's our kind of stuckness that keeps us bound by these almost imaginary chains Mm -hmm. and I would say that these are kind of like these emotions these primitive desires that Mm -hmm. hold us in these chains Mm -hmm. because it's Mm. yeah and then you know people have these good intentions for you know like you said for the child and they become obsessive they can become obsessive about their partner and there's always good intentions oh yeah I want the best I want the best but it's like how do you know that you know best because you don't and you know we always have to check ourselves this is why always going back to what I can do to change instead of changing other people is because then we will be able to see whether what we want what we desire emotionally is actually a right thing mm-hmm. or what we really need like from there we can see that's why the more we focus on on on, on ourselves, that's why it's important self self-love is is crucial Mm-hmm. Because when you know how to love yourself, and that's very hard, it's very hard. When you learn how to love yourself, how to accept yourself, how to be courage enough to see 
the bad things about you because that's love. Love is not about loving yourself and loving, oh yeah, but I'm beautiful and I love myself the way I am. No, no, no. Loving is loving the things as well about you that you don't like. That is and love. Being them and actually giving yourself the opportunity to work on them because yeah. a lot of people now, especially in like the spiritual community, they will say, you know, I love myself with all of my faults and weaknesses and all of that and I'm just going to nurture them and no it's not about nurturing them because it's like you know what what you have to do is in a way you it's like you have to lovingly scrutinize yourself mm -hmm. and look for all of the faults yeah. and negatives in your character and see to become them. a better person <laughs> it's like if you're unhealthy real self-love it's not accepting that you're unhealthy. It's doing something about it and giving yourself the right nutrition and working out and looking after your health. That's what health is. And it, it applies to emotional health, mental health as well. Relationships, everything. Exactly. Everything. So everything that you see that you need to have the courage to see, that means love, that you see it and you don't like it. And you will be ashamed because there are many things that you don't like, uh, that you would not like. Because who likes to be the bad character or the bad person in, in, in that story? Nobody. So you need to see that bad thing. You need to see that you are the one actually screwing your life, yourself. You are the one that you're actually not taking care of your health. You are the one that you are, I don't know, that you like to take advantage of people. Mm. or maybe you're the one that you like to be taken advantage of and that's not and we all have that within us and and the, if you think you don't have that then you're the problem yeah. <laughs> because everyone not... everyone has it there's not a single person yeah. i have so many faults i can't even count them on like 10 hands yeah. <laughs> you know it's, but it's, it's, it's a continuous work and work on it and you have to work and then it's more like and you test and you make a mistake and then you try again and then you make again the mistake until you actually get it right and then perfect and you can move on into the next thing that doesn't and work. i think one of the most important since we're talking about different kinds of love one of the most important kinds of love is actually the love of truth mm -hmm. if we love truth i mean it's like we will always seek to know truth to know god because actually god is the highest truth right so there is um, a concept called Diotima's ladder of love and I'm not going to go into all the different steps but it basically talks about the ladder of love and the kind of romantic love between man and a woman the very carnal physical love um, is right at the bottom mm -hmm. and then as the steps go up they go through you know the love of family community the world um all the way up to the love of like ideals and God, which is the highest ideal. And we need to have that. And the love of truth is almost, you know, like it's so important because if we love truth, we will always seek it and we will always be ready to give up any falsehood that we carry within us. Mm -hmm. And accept and tolerate because when you, you realize that you yourself, are so imperfect and, mm. and so full of uh, flaws and stuff that you cannot, um, you can just 
work on making it better and you become more humble and you become more um, empathic and more understanding. And, and the same you will do with your child. The same you will allow your child to do the same kind of self-discovery and self-work because that's what your child will allow, like your, will allow your child to be who needs to be. And, and you will be able to really learn how to tolerate because if you don't know how to accept and tolerate yourself and see what doesn't work within you, you cannot love somebody else. Mm. It's, it's, if you don't know how to love yourself, it's so hard to really, really learn to love another person because that love will not be love, but it will be kind of mixed with something else. That can be uh, a dependence, it can be addiction, it becomes jealousy, it becomes possessing, it can become so many other things rather than real love because it's not real, it's not defined because you don't even, although I don't think we can really, really experience pure love, maybe we can get a little glimpse, glimpse, uh, glimpse as you were saying, like very little ones, but. Well, they say pure love is essentially God. Mm -hmm. And to an extent, we can experience God, well, very few people can to, you know, experience even a fraction of God. But this is what we should aspire to as human beings, because actually when we, when we know God and when we experience God and the love of God for us, then we don't feel so empty. We don't run around trying to, you know, seek validation and things from others because we are already full of it so mm -hmm. it's like Definitely you know, we shine it our our cup runs over and then we can give love to other people and in exchange they want to give us love because yeah, people love you know it becomes like this whole spiral yeah. <laughs> you know I don't know how to call it but yeah. it's you know that's what love is all about it's about you know getting it from the highest heights and then bringing it down to the earth and sharing it with other people that is the kind of highest aspect of it so because when you get it from from God to the real kind of pure source then you start to learn it on you and love yourself and then you can do it on others it's not about being loving yourself it's not about being selfish as some people as well might think uh, because you need to love others uh, is actually is actually I think the right path like you love yourself and when you're in an ideal sense we want to become vessels for God's love mm -hmm. and then bring that into this physical world yeah so um maybe on that note we can end our podcast um yeah. so let's do the conclusion yeah and bring out the blindfolds so um shall we start with the negatives um yeah we can say so that uh love um as we were saying before there is a lot of um ideas of uh, love in terms of uh being a kind of um half or empty and kind of getting love from others or from for job from job or from a relationship or from a, even a son and, and kind of trying to fill up that from external things that in reality cannot really, really give the pure love and how love can become in some way um, 
negative in terms of it can go the into the version of thing. it yeah it can be the negative side uh not really the of love but getting into the other uh side uh, extreme and that is not good and that's when it becomes uh yeah being uh, possessive or jealous or, or, or obsessive or addicted or anything and um and how the positive would be how to become more self-aware mm. and also just kind of like being love you know being compassionate towards the people being loving but like truly loving without any expectations and criticism it's about the pure aspect of it and whatever we want from others we should be first so if we want to have loving partner we need to learn how to be one in the first place because yeah. we might not even realize we might not necessarily be that in our day-to-day -day life so um on that note we will end this podcast and we hope you enjoyed it if you did then share it with your friends and family and comments you partner. can and and say what you think what do you think love is and and yeah. if what we say makes sense or not or is this uh, completely nonsense and why and, and and try to see that why not and subscribe please yeah, subscribe please. to the channel all right we'll see you in the next podcast yes okay bye